Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of December 17th, 2023. The year is almost over, so it's time to get ready for 2024. I am an affiliate for the Wise Skies Digital Astrology Calendar. I absolutely love it and use it daily. It has all of the transits on the calendar as well as the moon phases with the lunar gestational families and more. I absolutely love this. My friend Tiffany Herlick has created it and you get a $10 discount with coupon code ABC2024. So you can just upload it to any any digital calendar, whether on your phone or your laptop or your iPad, and you can see all the transits with advice and helping you understand what's what, what the energy of the day will be. And it's definitely something you should use if you're planning to go on a trip um, that you have some flexibility for or planning an event. You don't want to plan a party where you want people to have fun when Venus, which rules parties, is squaring Saturn, which is like the bummer planet. So it just will help you to live a more life more in flow with the astrology. You can go to the link in the show notes or my website, astrologybyceleste.com, and it's on my recommendations page. The theme of this week is rewards and consequences, and there are three big things I want you to think about as you navigate this week. The first is that we have a first quarter moon at 27 degrees of Pisces on Tuesday. Well, the sun will be at 27 Sagittarius and the moon in Pisces. Now, this is part of a moon phase family, and these families are where there may be a story that unfolds around the same degree in your natal chart that that has pivot points over a 27-month period. Now, this is a really interesting one because the new moon was at zero Aries, so a different sign on March 21st, 2023. And you'll see sometimes the signs change when the when a planet is around you know, three degrees, three or four degrees, or after 26 degrees, like the family may have may go back into a different sign at some point or forward into a sign at some point. Anyway, yeah, so think about what did you initiate around March 21st, 2023? And is there a pivot point now this week? And give two weeks on either side. Now, Aries is firing, initiating energy. And with Pisces, what do you need to do to adjust your strategy about something you thought you would like you, you would like to grow. Yeah, think about that. With a Pisces moon, there's always like a sense of ending. So do you need to let go of something you'd been doing that you realize now is no longer working? Mercury's retrograde really takes some time to think about that. 
the full moon nine months from now will be at 25 degrees of Pisces with the sun at 25 Virgo on September 17th of 2024. There may be another pivot in the story and the story that wraps up at the last quarter moon where the sun is in Gemini at 27 degrees and the moon is in Pisces at 27. This is when you may have lessons learned and be ready to start something new. That's June 18th, 2025. First quarter moons are times to take action. So look back at your intentions at the Sagittarius new moon and think about, you know, is anything need to change about what you set out to do? Yeah. And with Mercury retrograde, we're working on things that we already started most hopefully, you know, I had already, this is astrology in action. I had taped this whole part about the last quarter moon and then looked over and realized like my mouse is starting to give me trouble. So I think I need to replace my mouse and it didn't record any of it. So just so you know, this is the second time I'm saying this stuff. Yes, it is. The sun at 27 Sagittarius, the tarot card is the 10 of wands, which I look at as a put down your burdens um, card. It's a card of exhaustion. You have been working so hard. Can you lighten up and take some time to enjoy the, enjoy the hard, to enjoy some relaxation? Yes. Yeah. N knowing when you need more rest. A splendidly built bridge, a heritage of unknown ages, still spans the beautiful and wildly primitive stream is the Sabian symbol. And this was the symbols that um, Clairvoyant Elsie Wheeler channeled. Mm -hmm. For each degree of the zodiac has a symbol. You always read one up. Yeah, so this is for 28 Pisces. And it has themes around linking and connecting with others. How can you put down your burdens and build some community, link and connect with people? Now, we may see news about bridges in, yeah, so really pay attention to news about bridges. There may be protests on bridges or, um, yeah, I was listening to something, the New York Times, about the Kerch Strait Bridge, which is the bridge between um, Russia and Crimea, that Ukraine may try to take it out as part of their strategy. We'll see if anything happens around this week around that, but it could be anywhere, you know, in the world. Something big about a bridge. The tarot card for the moon is the Ten of Cups. This is the happy family card. It's beautiful and positive energy. Yeah, I love the happy family card is can you feel soul-centered connection to family? And it can be, you know, family you create, not necessarily just the family that you were born into. The Sabian symbol is a fertile garden under the full moon. This is uh, so wonderful. Feeling alive and abundant. Now you want to beware of letting emotions get out of hand. Yeah. Mm. So can you think about putting down your burdens and spending some time with your family, even if it's only a couple of hours, because maybe you have a job where December is like, you know, crunch time or something like that. But we all need a break at times. So keep that in mind. Now, at this time, Venus is in Scorpio, the sign of its detriment. Venus rules relationships, beauty, money, 
Um, and Venus's job is to unite. But in Scorpio, the sign of its detriment, this deep waters, it can act in extreme and effective and, you know, unhelpful ways. So like yelling at your partner about how they work too much and they need to spend time with you and this, that, and the other thing is probably not going to get you what you're seeking. So keep that in mind. Now, Venus, especially because Venus is opposite Uranus. So you may be awakened to some behaviors in yourself or people around you that are, you know, extreme or ineffective or Manipulative Scorpio, you can think about manipulative shadow Scorpio, manipulative or envious, jealous, or like trying to like seek out revenge on someone or things like that, or cruel. These are all shadow Scorpio things. High road Scorpio is more healing and like just being able to go deep with, with the other. So Uranus awakens us to things. Yes. But it can also be about sudden breaks or, you know, you have this big fight about your partner working too much. And then I don't know, they throw something across the room or something like that, or you break up or what have you. This could also be news in the U S about not being able to fund, send our money overseas anymore for all these wars. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, something like Israel's and Israel, I'm thinking like their strategy. Last week, we had Venus conjunct Pallas Athene, the asteroid of strategy, that Israel's strategy may be so brutal that there's some big break from allies. Like right now, they're flooding the tunnels that Hamas is in, and they run the risk of killing hostages when they're doing this. And Saturn and Pisces, we're really seeing it with the war in Israel. Problems, troubles, difficulties, lack of Pisces, empathy, water, things like compassion, all these kinds of things for, you know, both the terrorist attack and the resulting the resulting war that's been a res res resolved out of that. And, and President Biden even warned Israel that they're losing support from the community because they're not protecting civilians enough. So this may be some action taken about what's going on in in Israel. We'll see. There could also be financial surprises in your own life for the collective. Stories about domestic violence with Venus opposite Uranus. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Capricorn season begins on Thursday where the sun enters Capricorn. It moves in from 29 degrees of Sagittarius to zero degrees of Capricorn, zero degrees of the cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn are world points where events may take place that have some prominence. Um, and Capricorn rules big businesses, governments, old people, like buildings, structures, traditions. Yeah those sorts of things. And the day of the, the sun's ingress into Capricorn is the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere. It's the shortest day of the year where the sun appears to stand still for three days and then start its journey up to um, cancer. So we gain an additional amount of light each day for the next six months. So we have our shortest day 
of the year. Mm, so can you feel that energy turning where there's more light rather than the, where the light is going to start waxing? I love this. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So your thoughts may turn to legacy. Capricorn is um, ruled by Saturn. Thinking about the work we're here to do. Planning. Can you think about being more practical? Honoring traditions with this Capricorn energy. The sun is answering now into Saturn in Pisces. So notice uh, Pisces is a water sign. So notice your emotions. And Saturn can bring feelings of lack. So notice if you're feeling, yeah, feelings of lack, um, feeling fatalistic or brooding on the bad things that can happen or letting your imagination run wild with what bad could happen and try to release some of that if you can and still try to have an optimistic view of things. Notice if you're being too matter-of-fact or materialistic or pessimistic. This is a great time to exercise self-control, be self-reliant and resourceful. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Mercury is going to go Kazemi on Friday at 10.53 a.m., at zero degrees of Capricorn. So Mercury is retrograde and will meet the sun. Kazemi is when a planet goes through the heart of the sun at zero degrees of Capricorn on a world point. So there will be a story, maybe some big news article about government or big business corruption. I think something's gonna be unearthed in the collective about, about this that gets a lot of news. Yeah, mm, there's going to be a big story and it might be mm, about finances. The moon is is going to be in Taurus at the time. So we'll see, we'll see be be it may be Thursday, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll I'll let you know what the story is but it's going to be big. Now, what we can do our, in our own lives with this Kazemis is to take a time to get quiet and like do a little meditation at least for a few minutes and you may get amazing downloads. Yeah. When a planet goes into the heart of the sun, it's thought to be able to sit next to the king and ask for favors, get information that it otherwise wouldn't have. It's And there's rebirth energy. There's death rebirth energy. So the death is when it's going into the sun. And then on the other side, it's reborn and has some some new new energy and, 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 and increased energy. And for this is the interior interior conjunction. So there may be something like just, it may be just in your thought processes rather than an actual event in your life. After the planet goes Kazemi, Sagittari- it moves back into Sagittarius that night at 10, 17 p.m., back to 29 degrees of Sagittarius. So we'll see, this may be something about Sagittarius energy can be reckless. Uh, yeah, just take some time for epiphanies. On Sunday, the word of the day is healing. The moon enters Pisces at 11.58 a.m. Pacific times. 
Pisces is mutable water. It's a mute sign. The water signs are mute. Think about when you go underwater, you start trying to talk. You can't, no one can understand you. So it's really a great time to get quiet, go within, maybe listen to some beautiful music that soothes the soul. Um, slow down, get more rest, allow, release your burdens, that sort of thing with a Pisces moon. There's always a sense of something ending. So what do you want to release and let go of? Now, Venus is at 15 degrees of Scorpio on a world point. So there may be some big story in the news because it's King Kong's Chiron and Aries. Chiron is the wounded healer. Yeah, so we'll see if there's any story. But can you be compassionate, practice forgiveness, and like do some, some, some healing on this day? On Monday, the word of the day is lucky. This is, is the second of three. Mercury in Capricorn is trying Jupiter in Taurus. These are both Earth signs. Now, they're both retrograde at this point. The first transit was December 7th when Mercury was direct in trying Jupiter. Now it's retrograde trining Jupiter. And the last one will be January 18th when um, they're both direct. And so you may, there may be a story that has three pivot points for you where there was an event around the 7th, uh, something comes back to your attention now, and then there's a psychological integration or some other event on January, I think it's January 18th, yeah, or 19th. So can you, and Jupiter is a planet of expansion and luck and blessings and things like that. Mercury rules our communications. So can you speak about things in a positive manner? Can you think optimistically? Trines are easy flows of energy that where restrictions are removed. Yeah, so I love this. Oh, the third one's January 18th. Mm. Secrets may be revealed about Jupiterian people, and that's like celebrities and judges and um, religious figures and teachers, college professors. Oh, yeah, there may be some story about all this chaos on college campuses. Now, I'm wondering if there'll be a story about Vladimir Putin during this Mercury retrograde. Mercury stationed to go retrograde at eight degrees of Capricorn. And he has his Chiron, the wounded healer, at seven degrees of Capricorn. And it's in his third house. And the third house rules things like siblings, transportation, mm, the mind. Yeah. Now, he announced he's running again. Mm, or he may have some health issue, or maybe some will, something will come up where we'll hurry up about what happened to Navaldi, his critic who disappeared out of a Russian jail the day before Mercury went retrograde, it was announced. Mm. Now, Saturn in the sky is squaring his moon in Gemini in his eighth house. So maybe there'll be an assassination attempt or a health issue. Yeah, we'll see if there's any story that comes up in the news about about Vladimir Putin that we hear about, or if you hear something, let me know. Yeah, when a planet stations on one of your planets, there's always some kind of story. Mm, hopefully, if he's depressed, hopefully he doesn't do anything that hurts a bunch of other people. That could be like... 
Mercury on his Chiron and Saturn square his moon could be just like him feeling emotionally depressed or isolated or something like that. I hope he has a very unmerry Christmas. On Tuesday, the word of the day is brave. This is the day Uranus, the planet of excitement, sudden events, epiphanies, awakens us to things is trying Juno, which is the asteroid of partnership in Virgo. So you may get an exciting idea about something you want to do to help your partners. Virgo is a sign of service. Life be easier. You may have decisions to make about financial partnerships. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. Can you be brave? And if you need to make some, you know, having some conversation about finances with your partner. Yeah. Can you have the bravery to do that? This is a day of the first quarter moon at 27 Pisces at 1039 a.m. Pacific time. What decisions do you need to make soon after the moon? goes into Aries at 2.46 p.m. Pacific time. Aries is cardinal initiating fire. So can you take the actions you need to take? Can you make the choices? Can you cut the, I'm feeling like, mm, separate the wheat from the chaff. And with the moon and Aries, I always recommend moving your body, move your cheap. Aries is ruled by Mars and Mars is in Sagittarius. And yeah, getting out there, if you live in a place where it's it's nice enough for you to get out in nature, this is a great thing to do with this energy. So you use that, that extra oomph that you get. Now with Aries, there's also a, always a sense of something new starting with it being the first sign of the Zodiac. So yeah, just think about what's something new you want to do. On Wednesday, the word of the day is emotional. Vesta re-enters the sign of Gemini. Vesta is the asteroid of home and hearth. Maybe you want to use this retrograde energy to declutter. Um, mm, there's always there's all this breakup energy too. So some people may be separating and figuring out how to manage two homes is something I've I thought about with this, like people who have children, um, hopefully, you know, there may be some really sad things going on for people. Mercury is semi-square Venus, which makes me think like there's a little bit of trouble in paradise that that is being communicated about. And this is the day that Venus is opposite Uranus. Venus in Scorpio, opposite Uranus in Taurus, both at 19 degrees where people may be telling their kids you know, that it's over. Mercury rules children and the semi-square to Venus, like hearing your parents are, are are not able to be together could be something that's happening. This could be very emotional for people, or it could be like a CEO telling the people who work for them some kind of some kind of harsh, harsh news about a site closing or something like that is what's coming to me. On Thursday, the word of the day is accountable. Mercury is retrograde in Capricorn and sextile Saturn and Pisces, both at two degrees. This can be, again, this energy is a serious conversation. Re recognizing harsh realities will be happening for some people. And yeah, these transits come in a few days before this, so you may already have had this conversation on this day. But actually, Saturn transits tend to happen to the day. 
hopefully there won't be some mm, sex tiles or or harmonious usually not really difficult things happening with sex tiles but yeah just just like a little bit of a tough decisions may happen on this day venus is in scorpio is sextile juno in virgo they're both at 20 degrees um the planets are both around relationships mm, but i still get this like separating the week from the chaff stuff with this We'll see. But there could be an opportunity to figure out how you and your partner can share some of the domestic duties better. Better Virgo is a sign of like, yeah, like domestic duties. Mm. Mars in Sag- Sagittarius is King Kung's Uranus and Taurus. They're both at 19 degrees. Now use well, this can be going on an exciting adventure, but King Kung's is, um, move us into new situations where we have to at least release and let go of stuff. Now this could be a fight that comes out of nowhere or like escalates quickly. I feel like with Mercury retrograde, this could be like, feels like the parachute doesn't open when someone Mars and Sagittarius goes on this risk-taking adventure on vacation, like jumps out of a plane, no parachute, no open. Ugh, Uranus and Taurus, smack into the earth. Let's hope not. Anyway, there could be also like fights over money yeah, with this energy, Taurus rules money. This is the day the sun enters Capricorn. So Mars and 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 Mars and Sagittarius squares Juno in Virgo. Mm. Yeah, Mars severs and separates, and and Juno the asteroid of partnership. Cutting, you know what you can do with this. That's really a good thing to do is to cut ties with overindulgence. Mars and Sagittarius actions that are about overindulgence that are impacting your health. Virgo rules health. You could like. Are you tied to those cookies? What is your relationship with sugar? Do you need to, to tame it or, or salt or chips or alcohol or whatever? You can think about that. As the sun enters Capricorn, you get serious and more discipline. On Friday, the word of the day is epiphany. This is the day of the Mercury Kazemi at 10.53 a.m. at zero Capricorn. The sun and Mercury meets the sun. They're moving towards each other. You may get brilliant ideas or downloads. Write them down right away or record them on your video, like on your voice memo or whatever. Think about that. Yeah, and they may be about business, strategy, planning things in the sign of Capricorn. There'll probably be some big news in the collective. Mercury then re-enters Sagittarius at 10, 17 p.m. If you're at a party or something, notice if the conversation turns from being a little pessimistic Capricorn to optimistic Sagittarius. Or people get louder or start having more fun. Like, are people packing up to go home and then they suddenly change their mind and let's play one more song or dance one more dance. Mm. There could be travel delays. Retrogrades bring delays. Mm. Sagittarius could be, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, but also can be reckless behavior a little bit or overindulgence. Let's have one more drink. We're not leaving yet.
On Saturday, the word of the day is extinguish. Mercury in Sagittarius is opposite Vesta and Gemini, and they're both at 29 degrees. That's the last anoretic degree of the signs. It's a degree that holds all the energy, but they both are retrograde, so they backed into the sign. I don't know. There may be some story. Mm. Vesta rules the home, and it's the asteroid of devotion, Sisters is another Vesta topic. The Vesta is about the Vestal Virgins, Mercury, communication, commerce, transportation. Hmm, I don't know. The only thing I thought is don't forget to blow the candles out. Sagittarius, you know, that mutable flame is like a candle flickering. And Vesta rules home. And like, um, yeah, don't forget to blow the candles out and burn down your house or something like that. Yeah thinking about that with this transit. But there may be some story. This could be about, oh, good, good God, let's hope it's not that some more news about people trying to take abortion rights away from women or medications or things like that. We'll see. We'll see if there is a story related to that. Because mm-hmm. Vestal Virgins, yeah, they didn't have children. Hmm. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about what you experienced this week, or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care, and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 